This episode is sponsored by the original 10 Things to Tell You social media challenge, the very thing that preceded and then kicked off this show that you're listening to. It was my original 10 Things to Tell You 10-day Instagram game thing that I created last fall, just a little more than a year ago, where I asked 10 questions. I had 10 prompts. Each day was a new topic, and thousands of you participated. And that very thing is what made me realize how much we want to hear one another's stories. How social media has become just a bunch of fluff, and that there are real ways that we can spark connection. We can have better conversations with one another, all of that. The original 10 Things to Tell You social media challenge, we all did together, but it is evergreen. It lives on, and I do sometimes still see people pop up in the feed who are using those first 10 prompts to share themselves online. You can find this original 10 Things to Tell You social media challenge at 10thingstotellyou.com slash blog. There in the sidebar is a little button to take you to that post. I will also link to it in the show notes. I love seeing you guys still engaging with that challenge. I've gotten a few questions of if we're going to do it again, a new challenge with 10 days of new prompts. And yes, we are. But I bumped it from the fall and I'm planning on hosting it after the new year. It was just too close last year to the one-day challenge that I also host in the fall. That'll be coming up in the next month or so. So I wanted to spread out these Instagram games a little bit to make sure that you're getting notifications for all of these fun social media challenges. Make sure that you're following the show at 10 Things to Tell You. And if you really want to make sure you don't miss anything, sign up for episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. Okay, so I sponsored this episode with the 10 things to tell you original social media challenge because today's topic, today's prompt was in fact part of that original set of questions. It's a really good one, I think for this time of year especially, and that is 
ask me in three months about fill in the blank. So this episode is right now originally first airing on October 1, which means in exactly three months, it will be January 1, the fresh start of a new year. So what is one thing, and I really want to focus on just one thing, that you really want to have done in three months? You want to have done it so badly, but you've also been putting it off or you're really scared you won't do it at all. So we're going to keep one another accountable by posting about it or sharing it with a friend to ask me about this thing in three months. Now, I try not to be too, too instructive with these prompts and how you can take them into your own life. But for this one, I really would like to emphasize that the one thing you're putting out into the universe that you want to be asked about in three months, that you want to have completed in three months before someone asks you about it, it really should be something attainable and not something ongoing, not something that you can beat yourself up about or will cause an internal struggle for the whole rest of the calendar year. This really should be something that you just kind of need this little nudge, this push to start or to complete, or just to tell someone about, and that will spur you into action. I guess what I'm saying is, if I really have to spell it out, is I really don't want your one thing to be something like lose 10 pounds, or something like find a new job. Regardless of your relationship to your weight or to your job and whatever goals you may like validly have there, it's really not the spirit of this prompt. I'm going to give you some examples of what this one thing is that you want to be asked about in three months. I think most of us have a task or a project that has been hanging over our heads and we have procrastinated doing it at all. Or we've done things like related to it, but not done the actual thing. I'm thinking about cleaning out a closet or getting a mammogram or offering an apology. Now, all of these things might have really big emotions around them. The closet you need to clean out, it might be for someone who is gone now. The mammogram might be scary for lots of reasons. An apology letter or an email, it might be vastly overdue or possibly not even expected by the recipient. So the months they just keep slipping by. But whatever this thing is that you need to do by the end of the year, let's just commit right now to completing this task or making this decision or whatever it is in the next three months by January 1. I'm giving us three months because I know that the types of things I'm thinking about aren't usually something that you can knock out in like an afternoon. Also, right now is a busy time of year. The holidays are around the corner. And for myself, if I say, especially about something that's kind of big, that has a lot of emotions attached to it, if I say, I'm going to finish this thing in one week. 
that most of the time I'm just setting myself up for failure. And then when I inevitably don't do the big thing within just a few days, then I get so defeated, I lose motivation, and I just like push it even further into the back of my stack of things to get to because on top of whatever the first original emotions are, I've now added shame and embarrassment and guilt into it. And so I just sort of push it away and it continues to not get done. So for the things like I'm talking about today, I give myself a really long runway, an appropriate runway, by the way, if your thing is medical or is quite pressing, well, then maybe you need to take action this week and not in the next three months. But for the tasks on my list like this, I'm giving myself the rest of the year. By the way, and this is a total aside, I really do like putting these things in my planner, which yes, I still use a paper planner. And the one that I have chosen has a whole spread at the beginning of the month for goals just like this that we're talking about. And it has a place for three big things that you want to accomplish in the month. And I actually love having this laid out this way in the planner. Several different planner types do this. The one I've been using for over a year now that I really, really like is the Plum Paper Planner. It's not sponsored or anything. I paid for it. I've actually bought two of them now. I'm just telling you that this is how I keep track of such things like we're talking about. I look at it at the big picture. I give myself a long runway and I write it down. I respond to this approach much better than a pressure-filled deadline looming thing. So I'll link to the Plum Paper Planner in the show notes if you're interested. That's just a total side note. Okay, I have lots of non-urgent life tasks that just sort of linger around in our home and in our brain that I never seem to get to. So for me, the first one, the one that is the most important to me, the very thing that made me think about this prompt this year is updating our estate plan. I mean, this is not exciting. This is a big task. There's just a lot of decisions to be made and thought about, and it's an emotional task. I mean, it is not a happy thing to think about what needs to happen in the event of my death or my husband's death. But also it is stupid not to address this. Our last planning session around this terrible topic, the last time that my husband and I did this, it was over 10 years ago. And a lot has changed in our life. We made that first plan before we knew exactly what our family was going to look like. We made that plan in a different financial situation. I made that plan with a different worldview, honestly. And in fact, last year, Jeff and I sat down. We purposely did a date night and we brought all the documents and we made a lot of the new decisions. And then I just didn't complete the thing. I quote unquote took a break. from thinking about it. And now here we are a year later, and I'm kicking myself that this has not been handled. So that's my main thing. I'm going to assign a close friend or two to follow up with me about that one. I'm going to tell them to please ask me if I did this thing that I said I was going to do. 
Another one, a significantly less emotional one, but a task I really, really want to complete nonetheless is to get caught up on our family photo books. Okay, listen, we can and should and hopefully will do an upcoming whole episode devoted to digital photos and what in the world we're supposed to do with all the tens of thousands of photos we all have on our phones now. But the short of it is I love making and having photo books. I've been using the service Mixbook for my last few photo books. I really like that website, but I am years behind in making family yearbooks and it bums me out. I've made some vacation photo books. I've made a few books that were gifts, but I really, really love the large family photo books. Our whole family loves to look through them. My kids, everyone, they just make me so happy. But let's be honest, they are a beast to make. Even though I know I could sit down one weekend and just like put on a marathon of some terrible reality show and just like pound through the photo book making task, I still do not do it. It's too daunting at this point. Did I mention I'm years behind? But even if I were to just do one, one book, I know I would get momentum going and then I would be so happy to have that photo book no matter what year I choose to make. I understand that this is not the type of thing that is a priority for everyone. Seriously, I am not trying to guilt anyone into making photo books if they don't love it. But this is something I actually do love, the making and the having, just because the task though has now become so unruly to me. I just keep not doing it, which means I keep getting behind, which means I just feel worse. Please ask me in three months if I have completed one family yearbook. The last one that I'm going to use as an example here, even though it is not on my personal list because it's actually something that I have already done. I did this one. I've done it in a few ways with various results, but I know that it can be something that's on a person's mind and it's just, you got to shake it. So you have three months to do this thing that keeps rolling through your mind and it is reach out to that person. I don't know what this means to you. I don't know if you need to write an apology letter. I don't know if you need to press send on an email that has been sitting in your drafts folder. Maybe you just want to pen a note to someone from your past, thanking them for their contribution to your life. I have done all of the above, including writing letters to a former teacher, some other people from my childhood who I wanted to give a heartfelt thank you to. I did that a few years ago, and it it felt so good. I'd always been meaning to. I finally did it. It was great. I have a few people that I carry around in my heart who I just want to reach out to for no particular reason, or the reason is that our friendship sort of died, and I know I dropped the ball on it mainly, and so I just want to say hi, and I'm sorry I've been out of touch. So maybe you have that person or persons who you've been procrastinating contacting. This is your sign that you should go ahead and say something. Maybe they'll never respond. Maybe they won't respond in the way that you're expecting. But at least then you'll know. You said what you needed to say. 
or it leads to a conversation that needs to be had, then you can release this thing that has been sort of pinching on your heart. P.S. I'm sorry if you can hear that airplane. I'm sitting outside recording this episode for the first time ever. I thought it would be quiet. Okay. So that's the prompt this week. Mark it in your calendars. Ask me in three months this. This is a great prompt to share with a friend. You can keep one another accountable. You can see the types of things that have been on each other's minds. Maybe it will spark something in you. Remember that this prompt first came from the original 10 Things to Tell You social media challenge. I will link to that original challenge, which is still a great resource if you're looking for an icebreaker game, a girls' night out, book club conversation starter, and then do know that we will be doing a new 10 Things to Tell You social media challenge after the first of the year, after we've had our three months to do the things we're talking about today. Ask me in three months about this. I'm Laura Tremaine, and you've just listened to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you, and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.